Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Official Gears Podcast, where we're talking about everything from mouse ears to putter beers. I'm Alan, and as always, I'm joined by Brian, and we are the guys of Ears of Experience, or the Gears for short. We want to thank you for tuning in and listening in our new year. How's it going today, Brian? I'm wonderful. It's been a nice weekend. Um, been really cold, but other than that, it's uh, it's not been too bad. We actually got to do Christmas with my mother-in-law finally, so it was kind of nice to go ahead and you know get that done before it got became July and it was you know Christmas <laughs> in July. Um, but it's, it's, said about it's that. been okay. Yeah, it's it's been okay. Um, you know, it's Abigail's got a little bit uh, dental workup done in the morning where we got to go to the uh, Vanderbilt and have her sedated so they can do that. So weekend's not over yet. Um, sedated? Yeah, uh, she's one of those. She had to have her own little room when she went to the dentist because she was a screamer. And so they're going to put caps on some of her teeth uh, because they're in the back and um, they're kind of like her molars, I guess. Um okay. And they would just want to make sure those are protected for a couple more years before they come out. So um, we just figured we'll go ahead and do it now. And they're doing three of them, I think, at one time. And we just figured it's best just to put her to sleep and, uh. and go ahead and get it all done. But other than that, weekend's going pretty good. And like I said, well, you know, that's happening. Um, well, this is Sunday for those listening, but that's happening tomorrow on Monday. And it's also Martin Luther King Day. So uh, nice long weekend, but we're going to spend part of it in the hospital. Uh. No fun. Well, hopefully that goes all right. No. Yeah. We had a little bit of snow again here today. So last night and today, not it hasn't been enough to cover the ground that much where we are, but enough that Vinny was excited to go out and roll in the snow again. Snow dog um, loves we it. Had, we had some a little bit. It was almost more sleet than anything. Uh, yeah. Yesterday, and uh, I was out showing houses in the mountains in the morning, and snow was coming down. It was a little slippery, and it was kind of interesting. But got to test <laughs> the truck out on it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, truck was just kind of sliding all over the place, going up a hill to, you know, in somebody's driveway. And I was like, whatever at this point. So. <laughs> yeah. Driving in the snow is never fun, but no. no. Good. Yeah. So, but so as your mouse experts, we're here as always to help answer all your Disney and Universal destination questions and help you prepare for your next vacation. If you missed it, we had a wonderful episode um, two Fridays ago uh, where we had Amy Cope come on and we discussed Run Disney and all the different events and races you can do with them. In this episode, we're going to take a little bit of a turn and talk about something that we have, as Ears of Experience, have partnered up with. And we're going to be talking about a company called Uplift, which is, uh, we, you and I both agree that it's a wonderful idea concept and opportunity for some travelers to do some different things with their vacation that you know maybe some other times they may not be able to do and uh i'm excited about this partnership that we have with them and i can't wait to start rolling it out it's not for everybody um but it is an opportunity for some people to do some different things that like i said they might not normally be able to do yeah there's some cool options there and uh, last week we had our live with uh, trivia where we had some folks join and answer trivia in the chat. Um, that was probably our best work out yet. <laughs> so far. We're still getting better. Uh, and that was yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it was. was cool. It was. I, I enjoyed that. It was, yeah. We had some different people come on this time, which we're always welcome, you know, welcoming new people to the show, especially when we do our lives and commenting and interacting. 
And so we appreciate everybody that did get on. Um, we had a lot of fun. We had several different answers. We had some good answers for even those that didn't know the question. They still came up with some pretty good guesses. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it was, it was good. I'm, I'm glad everybody got to come on and uh, looking forward to doing the next one. Yep. And we, we technically have a winner for a number of right answers. So the most number of right answers that we had, that would have been dun, 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 Leslie. So congratulations, Leslie. We got a little something for you. Um, it was fun. I, I enjoyed that. I, I'm looking forward to doing something, some more live things like that again. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, congratulations, Leslie. We will be reaching out to you about uh, your, your prize and um, Blaine would have tied if he would have figured out a little sooner just to copy Leslie's answers. <laughs> um, but unfortunately he, uh, he didn't, but um, he didn't read the fine print that said family members can't win anyway. So he did pretty well. He actually, Blaine was actually in third. He so he did pretty well. Yeah. And it was only literally within like one or two answers on a couple of the top three. So yeah. Good, good fun. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. So uh, but again, keep a lookout for more stuff like that. Uh, we're excited to to bring those things to you guys, and it just kind of makes our podcast a little a little more fun. And and not that we're not always serious, because we're hardly ever serious. But uh, <laughs> it's definitely nice to have some fun like that. And I can't wait to do some more. And I'm actually really excited about uh, the next episode that we're going to do. Where we're going to have a little bit of fun too. So, uh, but this one. We're going to be a little more serious and give you guys some information that we hope you're going to be able to take advantage of. And um, that's what this company called Uplift. And, you know, like I said, we're pretty excited about it. Um, but I guess to start off, we need to talk about what is Uplift. Yeah. What, what is that? So basically the easiest way to describe Uplift is it's a unique monthly travel solution that allows you to book now and pay later. So if you want to take this vacation but money might be an issue. Um, here's a way to kind of help out. Uh, your travel agent, travel concierge, Alan and I, uh, we can give you a ballpark of pricing. If you're interested, we will send an email or text to you to begin the approval process. So it's kind of like a little, you know, basically it's kind of like a credit card for use to, uh, for travel, uh, for anything travel related. And we'll kind of get into what what is covered under travel related items, but uh, it does not affect your credit score to do the application process. Um, it's a soft credit check. And then once you're approved and you start using the card, then your credit is, is, is touched. But um, the financing charge on or, or percentage may be lower than your normal credit card. And the terms are limited to 12 months only. So it's not where you're going to finance something and you've got three, five, 10 years to pay it off. And yeah. you're constantly in debt. This is a limited time opportunity. And we'll go into that when that time starts. Um, but again, it's just a wonderful way to be able to travel now and pay later. And, and again, I'm excited about this opportunity. Um, haven't had anybody need it yet, but with COVID, uh, people are ready to travel. Um, some people have been affected because of their small business or whatever, and they don't have the means to travel now, but we can still help them go ahead and travel and then take care of the financing part later on. Yeah, it, it's a really cool option. Um, so a little more about what this is and how it works is, um, first of all, we're not affiliated with Uplift. This is a partner that Years of Experience is working with. So it's a partnership, separate company. Um, but basically what it is, is um, if you want to find out what your rates would be and what the options are for this, as your travel concierge, we'll send you a link either by text or email. 
um, you know, basically when we start talking about your, your vacation and we're doing a quote and you're, um, you know, looking at price and different options for your vacation and what do you want to do? So we'll give you this as an option. So we'll send this to you uh, either by link. Uh, like I said, the link will be either by text or email and uh, you'll complete the pre-approval at your own time. You could do it, you know, the minute you get it, you can do it later. That's fine. Um, and then if you're approved, the uplift um, process program will tell you what your terms are, what uh, your finance fees and things will be, what you can expect from it. Um, and it, it really just goes over um, the fine details and make sure it's secure. So um, it, it's like applying for credit, but the initial application, the pre-approval does not ding your credit. It does not show up. It's a soft um, inquiry. The only time you actually have uh, anything show up on your credit limit or your credit history is once you actually open technically the loan. And so once you have the loan and you're making payments, that's when it will show up on your, your credit report. Um, but the regular portion, the pre-approval will not. Yep. Like I said, we send you this link, you fill it out. You don't have to give us any of your private information if you don't want to, that's fine. Um, you fill out the link and they tell you whether you're approved or not and what the details are. Now, at that point, you will then um, enter your own credit card information and make the initial payment so that it kind of starts the contract with uplift. So as we were saying before, um, the terms are limited to 12 months, period. Can't go longer. It's a 12 month period. So your initial payment starts the contract and then you have 11 equal payments over the next following 11 months and then it's done. Um, so in many cases, um, the interest rate may be lower than your current credit cards. Uh, depends on what that is. So that's one of the reasons we consider this as an option. Um, and then once you are approved and you get the contract um, with Uplift, instead of providing us your credit card information or anything at that point, um, Uplift actually sends us a virtual credit card number that's assigned to you and your account. So we would then use that number to finish paying for your vacation. And then technically your vacation is paid for. You just owe Uplift those 11 additional payments after your initial payment. So um, dealing directly with Uplift, you don't have to worry about, you know, us calling you, doing anything like that. Um, so it's all third party. Um, it is a reputable company. Many of the other travel uh, suppliers have been working with Uplift. So it's not brand new. It's not a fly-by-night company by any means. Um, it's just another tool in the toolbox to look at when planning your vacation and making some vacation decisions. Yeah. So some of the companies that have already partnered with Uplift, um, Norwegian Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean, Southwest, Kayak, uh, Universal uh, Studios, um, American Airlines, um, Alaska Dream Cruises. I mean, there's, there's some big time companies out there that people know the name and offer this up as a, you know, an option. Uh, however, when you do that on your own, you don't get the planning services of somebody like Alan or myself um, to help you walk through the rest of your, your vacation. So um, we're not suggesting that you go strictly to those companies and say, I want to book a vacation using Uplift. Still reach out to your travel advisor, uh, your travel concierge, and, and make sure that you go through us so we can plan your vacation the way that you want it. And, and you're not stressing out over, oh my gosh, I got to do all this on my own. Right. We'll help uh, you navigate all those fun ins and outs. Yeah. And it's interesting to know that this can be used, the, the max credit limit they'll offer um, is $15,000. And you can have up yeah. to two um, different uplift contracts in place at a time. So that so means you 30, could 000. travel, sorry. I was gonna say this, so that's 30,000. 
No, um, 15 total. The, 15 well, as I say, the, theoretically, you can do two vacations. Right. Per se. The, the idea um, is maybe you travel this year and you use it for $5,000. And then maybe yeah. you want to travel next year and you use it for $7,000. So if you yeah. still have a little bit of overlap in your contract, maybe your first one's not quite um, satisfied yet, you can have two contracts out, but they just want you to not go above $15,000 on the, the amount that they loan. Yeah, and then the minimum is 500 as well. So mm-hmm. um, if anything less than 500, to me, honestly, I would say just put it on your regular credit card if you need to um, versus opening up another credit application. And actually, let me let me stop right here and just say, Alan and I are not in the business of making sure people go into debt. No, um, absolutely. We just feel like this is an opportunity and we're going to go over some of those reasons here in a minute, but this is an opportunity that we have to help people take that vacation that they desperately want to take and fill the gap basically on some of the, some of the things that they're wanting. Um, the easiest way to do this is, is you pay for your vacation as much as you can up until it's time to travel and then take out that loan for whatever you need for the rest of it. Um, and we'll go over that in a minute as well. Um, but this is not something where I'm booking my vacation right now for October of 2021. I'm going to choose my Uplift account to start now. Um, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because with Disney and Universal, you have the opportunity to make payments towards your vacation through those parties up until usually about 45 days, 30 days before travel. And then whatever's not paid off at that time, then it's that's the appropriate time to, to activate your Uplift account. Yeah, and like you said, it's not something that we would recommend for everyone. Um, it, yeah. it, we're going to talk some more about the details here, but um, at least how we see this as a really great tool to go forward. Um, but yeah, we're, we're by no means encouraging you to overspend. Uh, we're not encouraging you to you know um, exceed what is comfortable for you. Um, and we're going to talk about that here some more, but, um, it, it's another tool in the toolbox. So, um, let's talk about that, Brian. When, when do you think this is a good opportunity to look at uplift? What, what reasons would we do that? Well, so there's several different reasons to, um, to use uplift. And, you know, one of them is to, you know, upscale your vacation. Um, we're going to use Disney for example, because that's just kind of what we know. Um, it's what a lot of people know as well. So say you initially book a value resort or moderate resort, um, you come into a great promo that saves you a little bit of money, but it's not, it doesn't save you enough to actually go up to the deluxe that you really, really want. So maybe at that point, look into uplift as an option to cover that gap. So if you're looking at you know, to stay at a deluxe, it's $5,000, just easy math, you know, $5,000 for everything that you want to stay at the Grand Floridian. With the promo that is in place or the package you have, you're looking at $3,500. So maybe use Uplift to cover that extra $1,500 that you don't have to stay at the Grand Floridian for the vacation that you truly, truly want, because you're not going to go back to Disney for five, 10 years, something like that. So um, that's one opportunity to use it. Um, another is just a, it's a simple payment plan for, you know, when life happens, um, 
say your car breaks down right before your vacation, you got to spend 10,000 or uh, $2,000 on a transmission, um, you know, or you've got to have some kind of surgery and you're out of, you know, out of pocket max is met and you've got to pay for that with cash. Um, you know, so there, there's opportunities to just put it on a payment plan for 12 months um, or, uh, you know, uh, I guess 11 months at that point and, you know, just make payments along the way like you typically would, but it's after you travel. So you can go ahead and travel and then say, okay, now I'm going to worry about how I'm going to pay for this trip off. Um, and we've seen examples of the payment plans for these and they're not outrageous at all. No. Um, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, $15,000 over a year, you know, that, that one does get a little expensive, but who realistically is going to finance $15,000? Um, you know, there might be somebody that does, but typically I think we're going to be looking at less than $10,000 for this. Um, yeah. I would think probably less than $5,000 in many cases. Yeah. yeah. So what we're saying here is that keep in mind um, when you book through Disney and universal with us, um, Disney and universal offers payment plans um, for interest free uh, up until about 30 days before your travel date. So mm -hmm. if you book with, if you book with us now and you want to go, you know, in October, to, to Disney World, right? So you've got eight, nine more months to still make payments on your package. So it, let's say seven months tops, right? So if you have a $2,000, $3,000 vacation and you put your deposit down now, you have a good seven months or more to start making payments on that plan. It doesn't cost you anything extra. There's no interest fee. You just make payments when you can and when you can afford it. You just have to be paid in full at about 30 days before your travel date. So what we're recommending here is there's there's two ways to look at this. Number one is like Brian was saying, maybe you want an upgrade on your vacation. You know, you only go every three years or something like that. And you've always wanted to stay, you know, at a monorail resort and you've, you've never had the opportunity or you've always stayed at a value, but you've heard that the moderate resorts are really great and you'd like to try Caribbean beach resort. And it's just, it's just been a little bit out of your budget. So you look at the two, we'll give you a quote for both, you know, whatever you're comfortable with and that slightly higher option. And, you know, sometimes if it's a $800 difference to go from a value to a moderate, that $800 might be just, just enough to push you out of your comfort zone, right? So that you don't want to do that. But what we're saying is instead of putting everything on uplift from the beginning, we say, go ahead and book that one level up that you that you really want to try and you've never had the opportunity for the extra, you know, ballpark $800. So, you know, it's a little bit out of your comfort zone, but it's not too crazy. It's just enough to kind of make you, you know, serious about it. So make your payments up until 30 days to go. And if you haven't gotten all paid off at that point, whatever you still have due by final payment, as long as it's more than $500 at that point, apply for uplift and get that remaining balance that you still owe spread out over a year. Then you can go and enjoy your vacation. You don't have to think about it. You're not stressing about a huge bill when you come home or anything like that, because before you accept the terms of uplift, you're going to know what the value, what the amount is that you're going to pay every month. Um, so you can decide. And if not, if, if you decide you get close to your 30 days and you just can't do it, we can always bump you back to the vacation you're used to. We can bump you back to that value as long as there's space available and you can still go and have a great time. 
you know, it's, we're not trying to pressure you. We're trying to give you another tool in the toolbox to show you ways. Maybe you can do, you know, that dream that you've always wanted. Um, yeah. I, would I can say, tell you my mom you has know, always wanted to stay at the Polynesian resort and she's never done that yet. So we were going in February and we were actually going to do that until most of the Polynesian is closed for uh, renovation. <laughs> so we were taking mom and uh, we decided at this point with so much of it not operating, we decided to switch to Wilderness Lodge. So we're going to have to go back another time and take mom to Polynesian. But, you know, if you've always stayed at a moderate resort, if you're used to staying at Port Orleans and you just, you've seen the Polynesian and you think, wow, I would just love to stay there one time. You know, this is the kind of tool we're talking about. Find yeah. an upgrade, pay for what you can and what's left know exactly what to expect and be able to do it from there is another option. Yeah. So essentially what we're saying is that you'll book with what you're comfortable with and you can afford, but if the next upgrade is just a little more and you're just not sure if you can swing it, this gives you the option to be able to make that upgrade and spread it out over cost. And the worst thing that you can do is you get to that, like you said, you, you stick with what you've booked. You get to that 30 day window. You don't have it paid off. You're not sure what you're going to do. Don't downgrade. Don't get rid of the dining plan. Don't go from a deluxe to a value. Um, don't cancel your park hoppers. Look into the uplift and keep that vacation that you really wanted. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I personally feel like you won't regret it um, because you'll see the benefits when you're there of having the freedom and saying, oh, I'm so glad I kept it. I'm so glad we kept the dining plan. I'm so glad we have the park hoppers. I'm so glad we we stayed with the Polynesian or the Grand Floridian or the Contemporary Animal Kingdom Lodge, Wilderness Lodge, whatever it is. I'm, I'm so glad we did this. And, you know, it's not just strictly to upgrade your resort or your tickets or anything like that. You can add some other things to this that is covered under Uplift. Yep. There's some cool things. So we this Uplift can include... Things like your hotel, your tickets, your airfare, you know, different parts of your trip can be included and covered under the uplift plan. But what if you've always dreamed about a VIP tour and you've never had the, the money to be able to do a VIP tour? What if you could take your family and do that VIP tour and basically split that cost over 12 months and make it more affordable to you to do because the VIP tour, we talked about them before. VIP tours are amazing. Once you do one, you don't want to go back to the parks the regular way. Yeah. But um, as that special treat, if it's a birthday trip, it's an anniversary trip, you know, um, somebody is, it's a bachelorette party or a bachelorette party or, you know, a retirement party, you want to do something a little special that you've never gotten to do. This is an opportunity to maybe bring that in reach. And maybe I worded it a little wrong before what I was saying, you downgrade. Um, same thing could happen. Your, your upgrade, like Brian's talking about, book your moderate resort that you're used to. And as you get really close to travel date and you're almost on your, your final payment, all of a sudden you're like, you know what, that extra $800 I can do, let's bump it up. Let's bump it to, you know, the contemporary, let's bump it to Animal Kingdom Lodge with a Savannah view. Um, you know, cause I know I'm, I'm pretty much paid for, I got it covered, you know, up to this point that little bit extra I can do over the next year. It's totally up to you. It's totally up to everybody on their own. Again, we're not pushing this. We are simply putting it out there as a tool in the toolbox to help you have the vacation that you really want. And let's face it, <laughs> after last year, people want to get out and do something fun. Um, yes. You know, but we don't want you to 
break the bank and and be stressed about it that defeats the purpose of a vacation so yeah you know that that's another really huge benefit to using uplift is right now everybody is ready to travel everybody is ready to get out of the house they're ready to stop working from home i'm not i say everybody um i know there's some people that are absolutely loving this you know stay at home life um but I mean, some, some people are just tired of my stay at home life. I got to tell you, <laughs> I, I'm not so much either. Uh, I'm so thankful when somebody calls me and says, Hey, you want to go see a house? And I'm like, yes, I do. Let's go. Um, <laughs> yes, but, I, I mean, my house. <laughs> yeah. So, but th- this is an opportunity for somebody that just all of a sudden says, you know what? I've got a long weekend. I don't have any money in the bank, but I want to get out. I want to go somewhere. I want to go book a cabin in the woods for a week whatever. I, I want to go. Let's let, let me get out of here. Um, with the new CDC guidelines and everything going on, I feel like we're going to see a lot more domestic travel uh, over the next several months and spring break and, and summer. Um, so this is an opportunity to say, I don't have anything planned. I have an opportunity to go somewhere though, because, you know, I can work from home, but I'm tired of working from home. I would rather work, you know, in a hotel room in Las Vegas or something. You can do that with this. You can, you can just get on a <laughs> yeah you, you can just get on a plane go and then when you get back home start paying for it well your initial payment I think is that's phenomenal. sign the contract so yes your yes, initial payment yeah. is when you sign the contract and then the following month your first of 11 payments kicks in so it does go over a year uh, yeah but yeah that that's a great opportunity and you know we're again we focus a lot on Disney and Universal and those kind of packages and things that are going on but Cruising will come back. Cruising is coming back. We don't have a date yet, but cruising will be back. Um, and eventually we'll be back, yes. Cruise lines have spent way too much on those ships and those you know, islands that they exclusively have to not have cruising come back. So cruising is going to come back. I love a cruise. This is an opportunity too. Maybe you've gone on a cruise before and you've always done an inside cabin and, you know, doggone it, this time I want that balcony. And, you know, that extra... $1,200, you know, when you break it down is just barely over a hundred dollars a month over the next year, you know, not, not a huge difference, not too crazy. Maybe it's something you can afford. Um, and again, the interest rates on these will vary depending on your credit score and your credit limit and things like that. That all is totally up to uplift. We don't know anything about that. We don't have anything to do with yep. the decisions. That's all totally uplift the partner. Um, and the, the great thing to me is it's just limited. It's, it's 12 months. It's 12 payments. That's it. Your initial payment and 11. So there's not this, you know, it's on my credit card and I can only pay the minimums forever. And then, you know, you end up paying a small fortune for a vacation. We don't want anybody to do that. Um, if we did, if that, if this was an ongoing thing like that, I don't think I would be as excited about it, but that it's a flat fixed 12 payment thing and done. Um, I think makes it a lot more reasonable and, and a lot more uh, interesting to be able to look at those things. Yeah. I, I think the general public and, and, and uh, will be very open to this idea because it has a, there, there's a lot of certainty to it. Um, you know what you're paying, you know how often you're paying and you know what it ends. So you're taking all the guesswork out of it before they can make a commitment and, you know, usually when you're talking about financing things or making big purchases, things like that, price often scares people because they don't know 
how much it's going to cost, how long they're going to be paying for it, you know, things like that. Um, they know they have all the information before they make a decision. So, you know, as travel agents, one of the things that we love to do is provide as much information as possible to our clients before they make a decision on where they're going to stay, how they're going to get there, what, you know, how often they're going to stay, what kind of tickets they want, things like that. So uh, being able to provide more information, you know, to make an educated decision, I, I, I think the general public is going to be open to this. And like I said, I mean, there's already companies, major companies that have been using this for a while now. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful Trusted we were able to get our hands on it. Yeah. yeah. So not new. Yeah. You, you mentioned cruising and typically when you start, I mean, Disney is a little, little different, but the Disney experience on a cruise is you're just not going to get that anywhere. Typically cruises are, you know, pretty affordable. And it's when you start adding all those little extras to the cruise is when it starts to get a little pricey. When you were talking about drink packages, internet packages, um, excursions, uh, when you're talking Disney cruises, you're looking at, you know, all the little, uh, photo packages, um, you know, the, the little things that, you know, here and there, $150, $50 here, $60 here, whatever it is. If you can make those kind of reservations in advance, which a lot of those places you can, you can add those packages. That's another opportunity to upgrade, which we don't think about adding upgrades to cruises a lot of times we wait till we get on the cruise and we're like, Oh, I wish I would have gotten this. And then by the time it, it's too late to do that, especially some of your more expensive cruises, uh, excursions. Um, you know, I, I think it's just a wonderful tool. Like you've been saying that just opens up way more possibilities for people that they weren't ready for or, and, or didn't think they would have. Yeah, exactly. And that's another opportunity uh, as we're talking about it. So you always go on vacation and once you get there, you know, you um, always eat the quick service meals or, and you, you have a very limited budget on a souvenir or something you can do, right? Because you've spent all the money to get there and you're having a really good time, but you're still stressing about money and watching what you're doing. Um, if you put a small amount, you know, five to $800,000 on your uplift account that you can get approved for, does that free up a little bit more money while you're there? to have the sit down restaurant meal that you want to go to that character meal. Um, you know, the, it, it, an upgrade doesn't have to be a VIP tour. An upgrade doesn't have to be club level at the Grand Floridian, right? We're talking about any little thing that pluses up your vacation a little bit that you've always wanted to do and never had the opportunity. These are just things that you can think about and ways you could use uplift as a tool and know it's a fixed interest rate. It, once you're approved, the interest rate doesn't change. It's fixed. You know the payments, boom, done. So, you know, have a little, yeah. you know, put a little bit more of it on uplift, have a little bit more in your pocket when you go. So if you wanted that, you know, spirit jersey that you liked before and you didn't really want to get because they were $65 or something like that, you know, now you can. Maybe you can do Cinderella's Royal Table, which, you know, you always thought was a little out of your budget before. Um, you know, it, it could be little things like that. Um, you know, it could be taking a limo from, you know, the, the, the airport to the resort instead of Magical Express or, you know, what, what is the, what's going to make your vacation? What's going to be the icing on the cake for your vacation? And you'd be surprised in a lot of ways. There are so many great little upgrades you could do um, that as your travel concierge, we can help you with those. That doesn't cost that much. We did um, help them. We spent a whole series on helping them. 
Exactly. <laughs> Things to splurge on, right? Um, yeah. You know, and if you're worried about food and pricing too, um, you know, we do offer uh, tips on how to use Garden Grocer and um, Amazon and ways that you can have groceries delivered uh, to the resort. So we're actually putting together our grocery list for our, our February trip. So we're going to be in a one bedroom at the Wilderness Lodge and we have a full kitchen. So, um, you know, we're going to put together a Garden Grocer order and have it delivered to the resort the day we get there. So, um, you know, we don't have to worry about running to the store or um, going down to the gift shop and getting the $3 bottle of water for the room. You know, I like to have bottles of water in the room when I get back um, from the parks and walking around during the day, uh, get a good bottle of water. So we're going to have bottles of water delivered, but um, there, there's many ways that we can help you with tips and tricks on how to make the most of your vacation. And we just really were interested in this as a cool option. Um, yeah. Again, I, I do want to clarify something though. Um, this is not a credit card that when you get down to your destination, you can charge. Correct. No. It's, so it's when, when Alan was saying, you know, here's an opportunity for you to spend some money that you didn't think you were going to have. What he's saying is if you have, you know, a final balance of 500 and something dollars, you know, thousand dollars, whatever that you think you may spend on food, souvenirs, all that, that you're saving, um, that you may end up putting on a credit card when you get down there or something like that. What he's saying is save that thousand dollars for that final payment, put that thousand dollars on your uplift account. And then you have that thousand dollars, $500 cash, whatever it is to spend while you're down there. You're not going to have an actual plastic credit card or anything like that to use while you're there. You know, we're saying keep some of that money set aside instead of putting it all towards your balance. Right. Keep it in your bank account you know, instead of making that payment. Um, yeah. Repaying that payment. Sorry. So thank you for clarifying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so we're saying you get to your 30-day date, right? And you have $500 due at, at 30 days. Um, you have the money. You could pay it. Or you, know, you could put that on an uplift account and keep that $500 in your account to use for something while you're there. And then just have that you know, $500 uplift, um, 12 payments, th things like that. It is not a credit card, you're right. It is just a specific line of credit. Um, you can't add to it, but that does give you the opportunity, like I said, for that second line of credit. Um, should you want to do something eight months later yeah. and you're still making payments, right? They'll, they'll let you do that. Um, yeah, because I know I've read a lot online and I've got clients that do this as well, where they say, you know, what do you think about buying our souvenirs at the Disney store or their local discount store? Yeah. And then taking them down there and surprising the kids or whatever, when they get there, I understand that. But to me, that takes a little bit out of the, the, the fun out of being in Walt Disney world and letting them pick out their own souvenirs and things like that. Um, and, and most of the time they do it because they're worried about money and spending more than they need to in the parks and things. And I, I'll be honest, I've compared prices here at Disney world. They're not that different. You might be saving a couple dollars here or there, um, but in Tennessee, our taxes are so outrageous for sales. <laughs> it's like $2 more to buy it at Disney world. Yeah. So uh, to me, you know, I'm, I would much rather use my uplift account and see my kids pick out their own souvenirs. than I would kind of go on that route where I pick something here and take it down. And, and again, with you were saying the shopping, um, your, your groceries and things like that, um, if you're not wanting a meal plan, you don't think you're going to spend $75 to a hundred dollars a day on food. You want to do the grocery route. 
that costs a little bit on its own, right? Just having it shipped to the you know resort and everything. So have that money, you know, available in your wallet versus putting it on a credit card. Yeah, so. but so Garden Grocer is um, is an affordable grocery delivery service. They charge fifteen dollars mm-hmm. um, to deliver to the hotel, and if your order is over two hundred dollars in groceries, they waive that. Um, so that's literally fifteen dollars. So you don't have to go to the store and pick all this stuff out and yeah. load it in the car and bring. So that's worth fifteen bucks to me. You can tip um, the delivery folks, but. Um, and so like, we're looking at, I want to get some bottles of water and things. Um, the bottles of water that I was looking at, we were honestly looking at vitamin water and just local, um, Zephyr Hills, 18 packs or whatever. Um, the prices at garden grocer are not much more than the grocery store. So that to me, you know, you, you can get an 18 pack of 20 ounce bottles of water, you know, for, $13 $13 or something like that, as opposed to a $3 bottle at Disney. Yeah. To me, that's a good savings. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to pay for convenience. So I will pay the $15. I'll pay the extra $2 for the water bottles. Um, I will pay the extra, you know, again, if you're financing $5,000 over a year with the interest rate, it's, you're going to add a couple dollars more to your monthly payment. I'll pay that to be convenient and you know, to have my convenience to, to not worry about money or stress of, you know, doing certain things and enjoying my vacation and adding a little bit of extra. Like I said, if this is the last time I'm going to go for 10 years, I'm going to go all out and I want to be able to have the opportunity to do that. And we're not um, saying if your normal budget is to stay at pop century to go all out on, you know, a contemporary resort theme park view, you know, that's yeah. not what we're saying here. Don't, we're, we're not encouraging you to, you know, put yourself into debt. Um, no, but we're giving you an opportunity to look at, could I do a little bit more and not have it break the bank? Is there ways yeah. I can adjust? And we're, you know, when you consult with us and you work with us as your travel concierge, we're going to present options like this to you. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll book your package. We'll let you do what you want. And then as you get closer, maybe you want to upgrade as it gets closer. Like, you know what? We didn't get most of this paid off and I'm okay. It, now we can maybe bump it up that six or $800 to that one nicer resort or um, and anything along those lines. It gives you that yeah. tool. Um, so, it, and again, you know, we're, I'm ready to travel. Look, I know we went, I know we went to Disney World in October. Um, and that was, was more work related. It really was like, I mean, you know, everybody said yeah. you went to Disney and you just kind of played. We did a lot of work there that time. <laughs> did a lot of taking notes so, about taking notes, taking pictures. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, we did have, trust me, we had fun. We always have fun when we go to Disney, but yeah, that was to me was a business trip. This one I think is we're going in February. I'm going to be there a few days before Brian um, for my birthday. So I know that's going to be, I'm, I'm those few days that I'm there for the birthday. I'm not doing anything um, related, just letting you know. Um, But several of us are going to be there towards the end of my birthday trip. Uh, Again, a group of us, we're going to go for the run event and the run event has been made virtual, but we all had our trips booked. So we're just going to go anyway and kind of do it on our own and, and do some things there um, as a group and um, keep learning about what's changing, what's going on. So we can help you guys continue to plan. But 
you know, that that's, this is why you come to a travel concierge like us is we're going to help you find these ins and outs and what can you do and what's yeah. going to be beneficial to you. And is it really worth, um, you know, holding back my final payment and doing something on uplift. So I have, you know, this one other thing that was on my wish list that I wanted to do that wasn't quite in my budget. Um, you know, we're going to give you the, the pros and cons of that and then let you decide. Um, you know, we're, we're here to serve you and we want to make sure that your vacation is magical and your vacation is everything you expect it to be as much as we can. Yeah. So I will say the, the best thing about going to Disney and Universal is feeling free of not having to worry about money. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying, you know, because we are, if, if you use the uplift the way we're saying, where you ha- save some of that money out, maybe for souvenirs and food, things like that, you're still going to have to have money. But just knowing that you can do that is very freeing. Uh, it's, it's extremely freeing when you pay the vacation off in general. Um, you don't help. have to worry about paying for, yeah, you don't have to worry about paying for food, for dining plan, things like that. But, um, you know, right now, the best option is to have uplift in your back pocket in case you need it. Yeah. And, and you may, and, not, you may not want it. You may yeah. Want it. That's fine too. Totally fine. Yep. These are just options and tools that we want to give you to help you with your vacation plans. Yeah. And I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I, I hope I don't ever have to really use this, but I'm willing to use it. If this means that somebody is going to either have to go from, you know, a moderate to a value or deluxe to a, va- a moderate or downgrade their tickets from park hopper to, you know, uh, just One standard day. base tickets or, 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 or cut it short by two days. If you have a five day trip planned and you got to cut it down to three days, you're going to miss so much. Mm-hmm. So is it worth it to just finance that those, those remaining two days, um, you know, and, and getting those memories and getting that vacation that you really want? Absolutely. Great options of things you can do. Um, you know, looking at upgrades, looking at, at um, those little bonuses that you, you've always thought about and, and never got to do. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> Don't think just because Brian and I are travel planners that we go and stay, you know, deluxe and everything every time. Um, I can tell you when we were there in October, Brian and I um, shared a room at the Caribbean Beach Resort. And that's one of the nice things about when we travel as a group of agents is, you know, two or three of us will share a room. And, um, you know, that that helps us to do a, a resort we might not have done on our own because now instead yeah. of paying for that whole room for just me and my family, now I'm splitting that up with some other agents as well. So uh, trust us, we know how to uh, plus your vacation and make it a little bit different um, than what you expect. So yeah, uh, you know, that, there was nobody hit. Hard. Yeah. There, there was nobody hit harder during the pandemic than travel. Oh, um, I mean, and really, so we're not breaking the bank by any means and we're not staying at, you know, deluxe resorts every time we stay. Uh, last time we, we went, uh, you guys know, we stayed at Art of Animation, which is, you know, a value resort. It's one of the more, you know, pricier value resorts, but it's still a value resort. Well, and you stayed in the and, mermaid rooms with your family, which, yeah, which is just the standard room. Yeah. The standard, it, it's not quite as expensive as the family suites. So, yeah. And actually uh, we were all going we, for February, we were all booked to go to pop and yeah. uh, nothing wrong with pop century, pro- but a promo came out. So we upgraded yeah. to, to Caribbean beach again, uh, which I think it ended up being about $20 extra more a night to do that. Um, yeah. 
with the visa promo, which was, was nice. And when we go in October, we're looking at staying at Caribbean beach again. Um, I really wanted to try to branch out and do some different ones, but uh, we're tentatively taking some family with us. And so we got to think about their budget. And um, I kind of was like, well, we can stay at the beach club or the boardwalk and we're all still on the Skyliner route, but uh, that's not fair to the kids that may want to swim in the pools together and things like that. So, yeah. Well, and uh, to be honest, I will tell you that that trip in October was my first stay at Caribbean beach. Um, this might be horrible to say, but Caribbean beach was never high on my list of resorts. Um, I like it. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, it is kind of spread out. Um, and I just, I don't know. It never showed up. I, I am really, really, um, enjoying the themes at Port Orleans, the Riverside and French Quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't have dates yet on when those resorts will reopen. So, you know, Caribbean Beach, I was pleasantly surprised when we stayed there. I enjoyed it more than I expected I would. Um, I think the Skyliner makes a huge difference, especially at that resort that you can get to Epcot and Hollywood Studios um, right there from the Skyliner and not have to worry about buses or anything. Um, it was very convenient. And I enjoyed it. And it's right yeah. next door to um, Riviera. So if you wanted to go you know, to a, a nicer table service restaurant that isn't available um, where you are, you could go right over to Riviera and go to Topolino's and try you know, something. It, Caribbean Beach has really changed for me with the Skyliner and with Riviera. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's a different place to me now. And, and I really enjoy it. Um, yeah. So I'm kind it, of it, redeemed its, it redeemed itself for us. Mandy and I stayed there back on our honeymoon. And... I wasn't a big fan back then because it was so spread out and everything. Um, now it is probably, especially with Port Orleans not available, which we don't have dates. There's rumors out that we may not get dates this year because the NBA's developmental league may get a contract with Disney to be the whole bubble experience again. If that's the case, the only available resorts are, uh, I believe some of the all-stars and then Port Orleans, um, yeah. I don't expect to put them in any deluxes because they're not NBA players. They're minor leagues basically. So we may not get that this year, but, um, that one, again, it's, at some it's point definitely, it will come back. They're not, you know, yeah. it's a large resort. It's well done. They're not going to get rid of it. They're not going to tear no. it down just because of this. So no, they'll come back. No. Yeah. So it, it, Caribbean beach is probably my favorite moderate at the moment. Um, we did enjoy the art of animation being on the Skyliner. Um, we took it over to boardwalk and beach club twice just to kind of walk around. We actually went to uh, beach club and, um, got some dinner there one night because they had some better options than what art of animation had, um, because we, we didn't want the same thing twice. And we went over and sat in the, um, solarium mm-hmm. and we got to take our mask off. The kids watched a movie. We were inside. Uh, we, everybody was spread out. We were sitting at some tables. So it, it was nice just to have that option. We would not have been able to do that if we didn't have the Skyliner. Yeah, Skyliner's been a game changer for a lot of reasons. Uh, it's yep. made a big difference. Yep. So, well, so that's kind of again, guys, what we were talking we about. Have... Another tool in yeah. the toolbox, something else to help you in your vacation plans, um, you know, help us help you in your vacation plans, something to think about. Yeah, so if you're looking at taking one of those last-minute trips, let us know. We'll get you the information to get started. Um, if you're looking to upgrade on a trip that, you know, you might need this again, let us know. We will get you all the information and we'll help walk you through it. Um, but it is definitely an option simple. that's out there. 
if you need it, it is, it is very simple. Everything's done through text message or email. So you have complete control. You're always in the know of what's going on. They don't run through us. It runs through you. And then once everything's complete, like Alan said, then they'll inform us of that you've been, you know, I guess technically qualify for it and um, accepted. And, you know, then we can go and take care of the rest, but um, it's a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. It's cool things to think about. Yep. Yeah. So before we get too far uh, down the rabbit hole on this one, um, we had some news going on, a little bit things to talk about. We got a lot of news because we haven't done news in a while. There just hasn't been a whole lot. And then all of a sudden Disney said, hold my beer. Here we go. Um, <laughs> got a few good and, things. you know, uh, we'll start with the bad news or the sad news, but we still have a little bit of time before it happens. Um, if you haven't heard by now, I did a video on it not too long ago, but Disney has decided that they are going to terminate the contracts or the, the, uh, the program of the magical express in 2022. Um, there's, to me, I feel like, okay, I understand this. There was a time in life where we didn't have the Magical Express and it was fine. Everybody still got to Walt Disney World. Yep. And I think it's going to kind of be that way again. There are going to provide a few options. And with Uber and Lyft, um, mirrors now, uh, there's definitely some options to still make that happen. And I know everybody loves taking providers them. as well that we yeah. recommend. If, like I said, if yeah. you wanted to do a limo, um, yes, limo doesn't always mean, you know, the stretch limousine. It could be, you know, you have a large family, you want to do one of the limo buses or something like that. You know, we, we have several options for alternative transportation. We're happy to help yeah. you guys with. And then with the, um, the train that we've talked about before, the, uh, that's going to be going from the, uh, the Orlando international airport. Um, it's going to run through Walt Disney world. Um, to Disney it Springs. looks like it. Yeah. To Disney Springs. I imagine they're going to clear us. Yeah. Um, but so I imagine they're going, they're going to, they're going to clear out some land and they do some kind of major bus hub at that point. And it's going to be nice. Just like everything else Disney does. We don't have a whole lot of information on anything like that right now, but yeah, the trains aren't even the supposed world, to be running until sometime in 2022. So, yeah. So the world's not ending guys. Just, just want to throw that out there. We'll, we'll still be able to get to Walt Disney world resort. They're not going to leave us out there just to say, up, oh, you're on your own. There's going to be ways to, to do it. Um, and again, think a lot it's of not people till 2022. Are, yeah, and same thing. A lot of people are upset that there's no fast passes or anything right now. Um, fast passes didn't exist back in the day. Fast passes, nope. you know, when you first went there, there was no fast pass. You went and stood in line like everybody else. Um, we have heard fast passes will be back. We don't know when yet. Um, it's not yep. something they're totally getting rid of. So you know, changes happen. Um, and like I said, as as technology is involved. There's so many other so many other opportunities for transportation now, um, other yeah. than just the bus. So, and I'm not a big fan of fast passes to be honest. And and I've gotten completely spoiled with them, where I'm standing in line at the grocery store or something like that. And I'm like, I need a fast pass. <laughs> like, that that's how bad it's gotten. Like I'm in just sitting there, like, like I can't go without yeah. them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the world the world's not ending. Well, there's still plenty of magic to be had. I know it does take away from something that we're used to. Um, we got options, but again, that yeah, that that's just a personal preference. But you know, really, so so what's good? Let's talk about some of the good stuff. Yeah, um, so uh, we've mentioned it before, and um, if you haven't heard the story on my trip review, um, the construction walls have come down near Ratatouille. I was the, when I was there, there was only one wall left remaining, and it was the one that basically is is at the main gate of um, the 
the new expansion. Um, they have removed those. So um, you can't walk back there yet. There's those you cannot walk back there that Disney likes to yeah. put out, but it's a rolling yes. hedge. So they're on wheels. So somebody like me probably would roll one of them out of the way and take a picture real quick and say, Oh my gosh, guys, look at this. Uh, not saying hedge, right? <laughs> yeah. Not saying I'll do that next time we're there. Hopefully but the if you guys will be see gone a, by the time we're there, I don't know. That's kind of what I was thinking. Like uh, to me, I, I, I know I've said this date to you just throwing it out there. I don't know. We have no inside information. No. For some reason, February 7th through the 10th sounds like a wonderful opening weekend or, or date in my mind. I don't know why those dates just sound great. <laughs> Conveniently oh. the week before we get there or, you know, three days before I get there. But uh, yeah. yeah. So it, it, we don't know, like Brian said, we don't know anything more than the wall is gone and a temporary rolling hedge wall is there. Um, but a rolling hedge wall could be moved at any time. So, yes. you know, it just could be a sign of a potential opening finally coming. So and, and it may be, see, you know, like the way Disney has been rolling out news, we could see next week that they take those rolling hedges away and you're able to walk around back there. That doesn't mean the ride's going to start. Correct. Um, we don't know. Don't know. But it. you may be able to go in there and start shopping. You may get a virtual queue or so to get into the restaurant. Um, we don't know how it's going to work, but anybody that can read into the future can say rolling hedges are always a good sign at Disney. Instead of a permanent construction wall. Yes. Yep. 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 So um, over at the Magic Kingdom, we have some interesting news as well. So um, the Main Street train station we talked about before has been covered in a scrim wrap. Um, so the scrims are basically, it's that kind of, kind of not see-through tarps um, that they put up on the construction pieces around a building when they're refurbishing it. So it could be getting a new paint job. It could be getting some sort of, you know, maintenance upgrade or anything like that. Um, but the scrim is up around the main street train station. So we know the train station is getting refurbished and getting ready for that uh, train reopening again. And we saw this week, there is new fresh track being laid through the fantasy land station. That's great news because you know, there's the track does not go all the way around um, the Magic Kingdom at the moment because it's been taken out for that Tron light cycle construction. And uh, the track is now approaching the construction area. So that means we could have a full circle track again very soon. Um, again, both good signs that the Walt Disney World Railroad uh, is gearing up to start running again. And, and it's been almost two years that it's been down. And, you know, Walt's trains were one of his favorite things so good yeah. to see the trains getting closer and closer to coming back we'll look for that to yeah come I, I will say the 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 plastic wrap when you walk into the park it's just not very appealing um <laughs> i mean it, it looks exactly like the wall but yeah it looks just like the train station yeah however you just it's in the backdrop of your picture and you're just it's kind of like the castle was for so long you're it's just like a photographic like, copy of yeah. the scrims there. Yeah. So the faster we can get rid of that, the better. Um, you know, but but it's still progress takes some time. It is. It is. So uh, one thing that is finished. Time. Yes. Yes. And then that's where we're going to next again. Um, so one thing that is finished at Epcot is the new fountain and entrance is complete. The yeah. walls are down. 
Um, so you can see the fountain and the pylons are looking more like, you know, when the park opened again. Um, I was there not too long ago. We got some great pictures of it. Um, it's still really, really hard. It, it was always hard to begin with to take a picture where you got the whole spaceship Earth in one picture. And now when you're trying to get the fountain in there with the spaceship part, it's even more difficult, but uh, it looks phenomenal. And uh, I've seen pictures of it at night. I didn't go back over there at night because I just knew park was closing. People were going to be leaving. It was going to be extremely crowded. You weren't going to get very good pictures. Um, Well, and you took the skyline over, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So we just weren't going to go back back over that way. Yeah. Um, But it looks, I mean, even at night, it looks really, really good. Yeah, I was excited to see that. I think it's, I think it's just so much nicer than just the odd little fountain that was there. I don't, I don't understand why they took the pylons and stuff away to begin with, um, yeah. but it, I think it looks great and uh, they all light up now and it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think Spaceship Earth. There, there's, there's a few things that I think look completely different and honestly, I think they look a little better at night. Um, Big Thunder Mountains, one of those. Um, the Astro Orbiters uh, is one of them. Uh, Space Mountain is one of them. And then Spaceship Earth, I think, yeah. looks so much better at night when you get the, the purple the lights on them. Or, great. Y- yes. Yeah. So it looks really, really good at night. Yeah. So good to see that. Um, still uh, hanging out at the parks. We've found um, a little bit more characters are popping up here and there still socially distanced. You can't, you know, get up and get a hug or shake their hand or anything at the moment. Um, But we have seen Anna and Elsa now meeting in the um, courtyard out kind of where you used to get into the queue to go in to see them in their summer house. So out in front, um, it looks like a building there and there's a little fenced like porch area almost. So um, Anna and Elsa have been seen out there doing some socially distanced meet and greets. Um, Ariel was recently seen in the Magic Kingdom at Princess Fairytale Hall. So this is where you used to go inside and meet two princesses at a time. And so that's not been going on because of COVID, but um, we are seeing a couple different princesses occasionally rotate in and out in the um, queue area, kind of out, outdoors still um, at a slight distance, but Ariel's been there. We've seen Cinderella there in the past. I think R- Rapunzel has been over there. Um, so kind of cool yeah. that we're getting some more Just of those that- character meet and greets. Yeah, we, we saw Drizella and Anastasia over there um, in, in the queue. Um, I'm trying to think who else we saw. Uh, we saw some different characters in, in some of the different meets. Snow White, um, probably over there. And, yeah. yeah, we've seen uh, Chip and Dale over in um, the Epcot area by the Living with the Land and uh, Imagination with Figment. Um, we've, we've seen them over there in the gardens playing around. Oh, is that where Pooh um, and start- Joy were? Yeah, yeah, they started bringing Chip and Dale over there a little uh, every now and then. Um, there's just so many different opportunities now where they've just gotten really creative and said, what else can we do? We've got these people that are phenomenal at their jobs at entertaining people, but we're not able to entertain them right now. How can we get them involved? And I, I was a little shocked to see the on and Elsa one because it, I believe that's over there where there's a mask, uh, like a rest area. Yeah, in that same kind of vicinity is yeah is a mask um, relaxation station. But Mm -hmm. um, you know another one we've seen is that they they did get this character bus RV character RV out. 
um, and it makes random stops at different resorts. So I saw pictures not too long ago of Pluto and Goofy um, on the monorail platform at the Grand Floridian, but the, it was the other side of the platform that you can't get to. Like the, you know, when you're going in and out of the resort, yeah. you're on the resort side and the, there's two monorail beams and a platform on the other side. So Pluto and Goofy have been over there um, interacting with people on the platform, um, waving and doing fun things. We've seen them uh, at Beach Club on the lawn behind a hedge. Um, yep. So yeah, it, it's kind of cool to see more characters out there. Um, we're seeing more and more of these, not just the cavalcades, but more and more of those pop-ups. Um, I know, Brian, you were looking forward to seeing Jiminy Cricket and missed him, um, but he'd been missed meeting him. at Pinocchio's Village House uh, up yep. on the balcony. Uh, kind of hard uh, to see because he's a cricket up on a balcony, but... Yeah, the fairy godmother has been spotted on the backside of Cinderella's castle. Yep, periodically. The upper balcony up there by um, yep. Cinderella's royal table. Mm -hmm. So lots of opportunities still to see characters. And that's one that's one of the biggest questions that I get um, is, you know, are they going to be able to meet characters? Not necessarily meet them, but but interact they we we've yeah we, we are, we've talked about it they they have a better opportunity to interact with a group or one-on-one -on -one, something like that because they're not rushed to get to the next person to take a picture or sign a book mm -hmm. um so they can sit there and they can kind of have a little bit of a conversation with you while you're standing there um chewy was just you know making noises back and forth with this little kid who looked <laughs> like han solo <laughs> and i mean it was it was they were having like a conversation but neither one of them understood what the other one was saying so but it was it was it was awesome to see and you yeah. you don't get that with the typical wait in line um get your picture taken sign your book give a hug walk off well and especially many of the characters because so many of the meet and greets are indoors now so that you yeah. miss out on some of those fun little moments of you know I might not have a kid with me, but I really get a kick out of seeing, you know, the, the littles when they meet their character favorites and things too. It's hysterical. So it gives you kind I of that it. opportunity to be a little more part of the experience again. Um, and we have seen Ray, Chewbacca, Kylo Ren, and the troopers um, back out in Galaxy's Edge in ways as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I love character watching, honestly. I just think it's fabulous. And you know, even if because I was in a, being a suit, I don't think I'd still have, you know, the freedom to just let myself go and interact like that with somebody. So, You'd be surprised. <laughs> I, prob probably, but I don't know. You've heard so. stories. <laughs> <laughs> so another thing that has uh, recently come to Epcot is the taste of Festival of the Arts. Um, and it's run through February 22nd at Epcot. I'm excited to get to see this when we get there. Um, yeah. There's lots of new foods and snacks to try. I'm and more like interested in cake looks amazing. It, it like, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with what do I want to see more? Do I want to eat the food <laughs> or do I want to actually go see the, the sidewalk chalk or the paintings and all the different things that the cast members, cast members have done where you kind of walk up and you're like, is this a 3d image or what, what is happening here? Yep because it's phenomenal i mean it looks like the people are literally standing off the sidewalk or up against the wall or whatever i mean it's it's crazy how talented these artists are well though, that you're talking about is some of those you might have seen you know on the news and things like that sometimes in new york they'll do these amazing chalk arts on the ground and it looks like the grand yeah. canyon and you're standing on the precipice or something they've got some artists at epcot doing that right now 
Um, and there's some really cool um, animated characters thrown in randomly um, around Epcot as well. Um, kind of chalk painted on the buildings and things. So um, little yes. John and Friar Tuck and them are, are, you know, in one area. Um, we've seen, you know, Ratatouille characters in some. Um, seen the, uh, what are they, the little marshmallows, the snow monsters from Frozen. Yep, Frozen. Or a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, a lot of cool, just little like surprises here and there. Yeah. 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 I think that's great because it's, we're always looking for like hidden Mickeys and the hidden magic and things like that. And I think it's just so cool when you look over, just you're just re- looking at a random building and you're all of a sudden, hey, there's a character on there. Yeah. And then it triggers something like it did with us on the Animal Kingdom scavenger hunt. It was like, huh, there's another one. There's another one. <laughs> That's when Brian and, and I the, that in October. We were like, yeah. what? We didn't even know about then that. Then you one. realize that there's something to it. And so you start looking for those things. And it's just, it's just another way to add something to your like, I'm walking from one country to the next but I'm still enjoying it. I'm just not walking. I'm actually like looking. I was like, okay, is there something here? Like, where's the magic? I know it's here somewhere. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm excited to see it. That's cool. I'm excited too. I got to see a little bit of it last year, but um, there's some, some new things I think this year. So excited about that. Uh, and down the street, uh, Universal has made a pretty big announcement. Universal has Mardi Gras returning to Universal Orlando um, starting on February 6th and running through March 28th. Their traditional Mardi Gras celebration comes back with a Mardi Gras parade, foods, merchandise, um, and some live entertainment. So, wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm, I'm honestly not surprised. I didn't know if they would do it this early. I thought maybe it would come, you know, later on in the spring or something. Um, but Universal has been pushing the limits since yeah, they, what they can do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they really have just said, you know what? We're going to, people are still going to come. Let's continue to try to give them as much as we can while still being as safe as we can. And you were there two so years I, ago when we got to ride the parade floats, weren't you? I was not. Oh, that was so much fun. I was not. Yeah. Um, but so... I don't think this is the biggest news that Universal put out over the last couple of weeks. Okay. Um, I I showed it to Blaine today and he was like, nope, I'm not ready for that. Um, <laughs> they have a 3D, I guess it's like a virtual uh, video of the new VelociCoaster that they put out. That looks intense. I mean, we, we've heard how intense it was, but even just watching that virtual, like it was like almost like a VR uh, that you're sitting there watching. I was like, oh my goodness, this is, this is going to be super intense. Like the Hulk coaster is definitely, I think my favorite coaster in Florida. Yeah. This I think is going to put it to shame. <laughs> it's going to be very different, but yeah, it's, it's going to be really cool. Well, and I saw yeah. too that, um, so because the VelociCoaster is Velociraptor themed, we've seen for a while these big white plastic wrapped things that sure look like Velociraptors in the area. And now all of a sudden, at least one of them is blue and it's been unwrapped. Yeah. You can actually yep. look through and see the figure of blue, the Velociraptor within the coaster area um, with her bright orange eye looking out at you. So, yeah. It's, I can't wait. I, I'm really excited to see this. And I know the, the wait is going to be two hours long, at least for the first year. 
um, like yeah. it was with Hagrid's, but uh, that it just looks so incredible. Yeah. Right. I'm excited. Cool. Yeah. So, well, a lot of good things I, coming. I, yeah. I think that just kind of wraps up all the news. I mean, I'm sure there's some other stuff that we just haven't really thought of or, or skipped, but um, lots of good things to look forward to. A lot of it is right around the corner or already here. And, you know, it's, we've, we've been saying it's a perfect time to go with the crowd levels down. Like they are, the wait times are not what they're posted for the most part, Um, but it's so hard to judge those things. Um, So if you're thinking about taking a Walt Disney world vacation or a universal vacation, please let us know so we can get you, get you booked, get you down there. And with this new uplift program, like I said, if it's something you want to do for spring break, spring break's right around the corner. Um, make that first initial payment, and then you got 11 months, you know, to take care of it. Um, you know, it's wonderful opportunity. So, um, but we just want to thank you guys for listening. Um, please make sure to comment with all your thoughts. What do you guys think of the Uplift program? Is it something that you think you would use in the future? You know, somebody else might be able to use it. Uh, we want we want to know. Um, yeah, catch like us next time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Catch us next time as we talk about building a Disney playlist, which I'm super excited about. Uh, we're going to have a couple guests on to help us do that. Um, we're going to try to, we're going to include some of our all time favorites, but we're also going to try to throw in some of those um, that may not be as popular, but are still some wonderful, uh, great, um, great songs. Uh, we are going to highlight Margaritaville next week. Um, we're going to do, you know, what's your favorite character to me? That's one of our rapid fire questions. We love hearing who everybody's favorite character is to me. We're going to do that one. Um, and then Alan is actually going to do a video, um, for a thirsty Thursday. We're going to have a toast with Alan yep. that we're going to have out there. So show you how to make um, a cocktail, Disney theme cocktail. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Um, so lots of good stuff coming. Yeah. And as always, if you enjoy our show, uh, you know, and you think, you know, somebody else you might enjoy it as well, we really appreciate it if you'd share the episode with them. And uh, like Brian said, we want to hear from you. So please leave us a comment, uh, send us an email and let us know what you want to hear about in the show, what you're interested in. Um, you know, all of our contact information is always is available in the show description. So uh, as we close out the show, we want to do it as we always do. We want to leave you with a quote. And uh, this week where the quote is, If you focus on what you left behind, you'll never see what lies ahead. And I think that is really appropriate for right now, right? Very, very true. Leave 2020 behind. Let's move forward. Yes. Focus on what's ahead. Uh, And that was from Gusto from Ratatouille. So yeah, Remy's I I will say one one thing I got this for for Christmas this year that I'm really excited about was... um, I've got like a daily, it's not like a daily plan or anything like that, but it's just a little, a little block that sits on my desk with quotes and facts from Walt Disney world. And it tells you, you know, what, when movies come out, um, it has some, you know, inspirational quotes that were said by characters, uh, lots of different cool things on it. And I was like, I'm so excited because now I don't have to Google all this. I can just go through my little book <laughs> and, and have all these for the next episode and for social media. So I was like, this is wonderful. Yeah. Very cool. Very much appreciate that gift. Nice gift. Um, But again, guys, thank you guys for listening and um, we will catch you next time. Please again, comment below or comment on the, you know, on the podcast and let us know your thoughts and we look forward to next time. 
Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Yep. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.